You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to episode 32. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Lindsay. And I'm Dave Ferrari. And what a week it has been in Hockey Davy. We are one week in to the NHL season, which is super exciting. The Leafs have uh, come out to an okay start. I think they're one, what are they, one, no, two, one, zero. Two, one, one. Something like that. Anyway, they're doing, yeah, they're, doing, they're doing all right. They're in the wild card spot at the moment. I know it's too early to tell, but how are the, uh, the Flames going? Uh, well, first of all, I know they've played four games because I was looking at the Eastern Conference standings to see that Buffalo is ahead of them. Three games, three wins, mate. Isn't that insane? So I know Hamo's pretty happy, he but he's, uh, he's not counting the... What's the saying? He's not counting the chips too early or whatever? He's not counting the chips without the guacamole. But There we go. The, uh, because they've done this before, the Buffalo, but I tell you what, what a, uh, it just goes to show... You know, all the news surrounding Jack Eichel and his neck and they're Mm. pretty much a team full of league minimum players um, with nothing to lose. But uh, the power play stats are unreal. They're playing with a ton of energy. And, you know, sometimes a good start like that's all it takes. And, I'm, mate, I'm on the Buffalo wagon. I really think, I really hope, especially because they're not in my conference, that they can make some noise and just prove everyone wrong and get into the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone loves an underdog, mate. But how do you think Jaikel's feeling right now? Like, I know it's his team technically and that's who he's getting paid by, but I, f- I just kind of feel a part of him would be wanting the team to suck while he's not there. Absolutely. Look, and we're all – I don't care how good a team player you are. Um, when you're not in the lineup, you want your team to be missing you. Mm. And different if it's a playoff game and, you know, you really you, – you obviously want your team to do well, but you want them – you don't want them to think, geez, we can actually do without this guy, particularly if you're a player of, of Eichel's elk. So he would not be happy right now, I don't think. Mm, but mm. Uh, you know what, though? We really – I just want that situation to come to an end. We want to see Eichel in the league. Um, he's Even if he gets traded, he's not going to be playing anytime soon because he needs to get his neck fixed. But uh, we need him back in the league. But anyway, Matt, you asked me about the Flames. Not the best start for the Flames uh, in the win column. Mm-hmm. Um we play again today when this podcast comes out against Detroit. So I think we can get a win there, hopefully. But you know what? It's such early days. And I think, at least in Flames land, uh, it's overreaction uh, central. Yep. But two games out of 82, uh, I think, you know, let's give it let's give it a few weeks and then uh, reassess. For sure. I think uh, Kachuk's actually someone who I've noticed is looking pretty good. Um, yeah. He's had a good start. I know in an interview on 32 Thoughts he had... Uh, just leading into the preseason, he said that he really wanted to make sure the team started well. He said ever since he's arrived in Calgary, they've always started poorly. Um, 12 seasons in a row now without an opening game win. Wow, okay. It's becoming a real problem. There you go. But no, he's been been playing well. And um, and I'm glad you mentioned 32 Thoughts because episode 32... Touche. 32 thoughts. There you go. That's about as many thoughts as we've had in that amount of episodes. That's right. Now, just quickly on that, mate, that does remind me we got a message from our stats man, Tom Zantano, last last week saying, how could we forget that he is the mysterious player that wears number 30 in the league? He's the man, number 30, stats man, Tommy Z. We did say someone will get in touch and let us know who it is, and it's happened to be the actual guy that wears it. I think it would have been him regardless. Even if it wasn't him, he would have been able to tell us in his stats. True. Does he have jersey stats? 
Mm. Well, yeah, we'll have to ask you. There's actually. another tab, Tommy, for you to start up. Now, mate, I want to ask you a question because we're talking about the NHL. So we're, you know, we're a few games in now. Yep. I've got my own thoughts that are pretty strong and I'll share them, but the fetch boxes, they, they came. Uh, it's all set up. Give me the rundown. Give me your thoughts on the product of fetch box slash ESPN uh, mm. this, at this stage. Mate, I initially I was, I was trying to convince myself that it was a good thing. To be honest, we spent all this money, have talked about it, you know, on the podcast and I'm super excited for the season to start. We, These were, things, ad- we were advocates. We were. They did arrive uh, roughly when we were doing the podcast last week. So we got home and, and hooked them all up. It was very complicated to say the least. Um, and it's just been nothing but misery, to be honest. They're, oh. they're just not good. And I don't like the ESPN. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people remember the, the NHL TV ad breaks where, you know, it'd show the... Um, silence yeah silence and, and um, the watering and cutting of the ice or you get the occasional local ad like yep. you go through a kind of two week period where you'd get this one ad over and over but yep. for the most part yeah silence and ice now this thing is so irritating it's just in and out constant crowd cheering to the point where I muted it and walked away forgot and missed about four minutes of the period yeah it is I can honestly say it is probably the most annoying 10 second loop ever and in fact uh, I was watching on my phone, which I'll tell you why in a second. Another uh, joy of the fetch box. And um, <laughs> my wife just uh, put a, I think she's reading a book down and said, can you turn that down? That is so annoying. And yep. I just said, isn't it? So they've got to fix that. Because that, um, that is awful. I'd rather silence or even just a continuous buzzing or something. But that is, that is annoying. Now, oh, the fetch box. I think there is some upsides of the fetch box if you are a big TV watcher. Like if you're, if you're, you know, you're like scanning the channels. Yep. Um, you know, you get in there, you buy that. I think it's called the Vibe Pack where you get ESPN, six bucks a month, which is what we have. And uh, each, obviously me and Matt don't share the same fetch box, but you, there's stuff on there. Like I was watching a baseball game the other day while I was trying to figure out how to, how to find the hockey yep. game. And it was awesome. I got the ads. It's it's good quality. It, it's semi-easy to navigate if you're flicking through channels on the fetch box. And there's a bunch of new channels in there through that pack. It felt like I had cable TV again, mm. which like Foxtel mm. or something. So there is an upside of that. But the the downsides. Extra box on the the uh, the furniture that I don't want or need. Yep. And an annoying light that won't turn off even at night extra remote extra remote who wants that we're trying to like in this day and age remotes are soon going to be a thing of the past it'll all be on your phone anyway and you can already do that yep so another remote who wants that fetch box id so with this everyone knows you can also watch the espn through your phone your computer your tablet and all that but every time well at least for me maybe you can save it i don't know i'm not that what? I think you can't save it, mate. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, for me, enter your fetch box ID, enter your fetch box passcode. And it's all, it's all uh, you know, you can't just watch games on demand through the fetch box, not on your TV. You've got to find it on your phone. Apparently, if you have the fetch box TV app, then you can stream your phone to the fetch box TV. I can't figure, I've got that app and I've deleted it because I can't figure it out. Yep. I guess long story short is I ended up watching the Flames first game of the season on my phone at home, sitting in front of my big TV, big dog TV is what I've nicknamed at home. That's what it comes up as. And uh, <clears throat> watching it on my phone. 
Long story short, the only way and the way that I'm semi-happy with to watch games on demand is to log on to ESPN on the computer, just in your browser, enter your, go to watch a game. It'll ask you, are you watching this through Fetch or whatever? Yes, Fetch. Put in your Fetch ID and watch the game. But had we have known that, Maddie, we probably could have just bought one Fetch box for all of us. Yep. I mean, we haven't we haven't tested the old the old uh, fetch ID on multiple accounts, but it seems like you probably could have done that. So, anyway, in a nutshell, fetch box sucks. Um, bring back NHL TV, but you know, I do remember NHL TV in its uh, infancy was pretty bad as well. It did buffer a lot and all that stuff. So, hopefully, with time, ESPN figure it out. And um, the other thing too, I've noticed is. Even though it's gone to ESPN and TNT, a lot of the games I've seen are still Sportsnet. Still Sport, yeah, yeah. Nothing's. I get the nothing's same changed. Through, I get, yeah. It's, I was looking which forward is good. to. I like the Sportsnet. Yeah, crew. me too. But I kind of wanted to see what the uh, whole Gretzky thing was going to be about, and I kind of assumed it was just going to be different panels. But it's just, it's nothing's changed apart from the extra yeah. buffering, the extra headache of pushing more buttons to get the t- uh, the yeah. games on, all that sort of thing. So Great. anyway, now yesterday's game was on TNT. And, uh, and look, this is a lot of NHL talk. I don't know if our listeners are big fans of that, but uh, maybe we'll finish after this one. But today we saw, or yesterday, uh, we saw a bit of the TNT panel with Bissonette, Gretzky, a couple other guys who I don't know who they are. Mm. And um, Too many people. I think, it's, I, think it, I think this whole ESPN thing, even though they've done it before and they're the leader in sports broadcasting, I, I think it's a new baby. I think they've, it's got to be, we're going to see, it might take a couple of years to really get, exciting but that tnt thing mate i think they they got to think outside the box it's a bit boring it is yeah it's very stale even the background very boring um they got lots to figure out yeah but anyway mate i'll tell you what's not stale and that is the next thing on our run sheet that's right mate add the i into the nhl and we get the nihl we do too there we go. So space launch news for this week, mate. We've been crunching numbers, getting all the registrations up onto our database, and we've decided on a few captains for certain houses, mate. We do. And, mate, I tell you what, if um, it's a, a lot of work and we love to do it. But if you've entered to play in this league, you're not just a name and number. We, as we're crafting these teams, captains, where's people going to go? Um, we... Look, you may not end up where you want to be. <laughs> but, yeah, let's preface but that. I will tell you, you have been thought about many a times by us. Um, and, uh, it, yeah, anyway, it's a, a lot of uh, – it's a big machine that is this league. But, mate, captains. So, I think, I think let's just go club by club. That sounds like a good idea. I like it. So, let's start uh, alphabetically with the Astros. Personally, one of my favourite jerseys. Uh, I like the colours. I like that red um, crimson, I think it's called. Oh, crimson. Yeah. So, mate, who is going to make up the Astros? Now, remember, we have five divisions here. We mm-hmm. have D1, D2, D3, D4, and Junior. So, um, let's start from the top, mate. The captain, your captain of the 2021 slash 22 Astros. Drum roll, please. Is none other than Gavin Thurston. GJT. GJT Electrical. Uh, and I tell you what, Matty, they're actually a sponsor of the Astros. Oh, fantastic. So GJT have spe- stepped up to the um, the plate. And you're going to see a bit of their uh, you know logo on all the Astros jerseys. So let's um, just make sure the listeners know that that sponsorship did not influence the decision of captaincy. No, it was just a fluke, actually. It was. Um, 
<laughs> and yeah, so Gav, well done, mate. I don't think Gav actually knows yet that he's an Astro. Uh, he will by the time this comes out, I okay, think. Okay, there we go. Um, Read your emails, Gav. Yeah, yeah, check it out, Gav. But uh, yeah, so Div 1, Gav, Thurston. Now, you know, with Gav is likely... Um, now, teams haven't been built yet. So whatever we say here, um, it's hearsay because we're still crafting the teams and mm-hmm. it's more than us that are crafting. And we're working with the club and the captains to do that as well. So, but with Gav, you're likely going to see that... Uh, Red Wings nucleus, you know, guys like perhaps Jiku, Ray, uh, Rob McIntosh, Kev mm-hmm. Boyd. I was a Red Wing Matty, but, um, you know. Or fleetingly, like, yeah. Fleet, yeah, I could be expendable, expandable, expendable. Um, but yeah, Gav Thurston, he's your Div 1 captain. Now, uh, Div 2, Gav's right hand man, Miles mm-hmm. Nidri. Wow, Miles Nidri. So the old the Green Hawks man. then went to the Hawks. Um, obviously, he's a team manager of the Senior One team, which is Gav's team he captains. So there's a bit of a link there between Miles Nidri and Gav Thurston. Makes sense. But Miles is uh, Haw- so you're gonna you know, Miles, a former Hawks captain. Uh, you're probably gonna see a bit of the uh, Hawks core in there as well mm. as Astros. All right, excellent. Uh, Division Three, none other than. Andy Sawyer. Captain Sawyer. Captain Soyzy. So uh, that's the Bandits in Div 3. They're yes, kind of, of course. Uh, yep. gang of players. Uh, I think that's fitting for them, the Bandits gang. Mm. Uh, Thugs? Th- well, no, I'm yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Far uh, from it. Yeah, so Andy Sawyer and his Bandits uh, crew somewhat uh, will be Astros and kind of similar colours. So mm. won't be too out of place for the um, the former Bandits. Uh, and they're going to be nicely complemented with the Division Four outfit led by Tanisha Brown. Wow. So Congratulations, Tanisha. That's, for, yeah, that's a big deal. Former, uh, well, former current uh, Cyclones captain. Mm-hmm. So Cyclones and the... <coughs> Cyclones and the Bandits uh, had a rather heavy affiliation to begin with. Now, under that one banner banner of Astros, I think they're all going to complement each team nicely. And I can really see the vertical line there, Maddie. You Mm. know, Tanisha, captaining in Div 4. She's obviously played with the, um, you know, Andy Sawyer's crew. Div 3. We've seen players go from the Bandits to the Hawks, like Ryan Painter in the past. So that line's there. And as I said, there's that connection with Miles and Gav between Div 2 and Div 1. So Makes um, sense to me, mate. Now, and then juniors, obviously, uh, no captain, so to speak, yet. I'm sure the kids will pick one. But uh, Gav Thurston is one of the leaders in the Young Stars program. So he'll be uh, taking his rightful place behind the bench of the junior Astros. So there you have it, mate. That is one club down. That's excellent. Three I think I think all captains are going to be pretty happy with that. Um, looking at their preferences and things, I think that's pretty close aligned with what they were suggesting. Yeah, and I, I think it's a good a good uh, group that'll complement each other well as mm. well. So, but anyway, mate, let's uh, let's go move on now to the navigators. So, well, if you go in alphabetical, it's actually Galaxy next, mate. B C D E F G. You're right. <laughs> what do you want to do? That Galaxy. Let's do it. The Galaxy, uh, starting in Div 1 with your captain, Amelia Matheson. None other, mate. None other. None yeah. other. I, I could have held that a little bit longer. Yeah, you know. Uh, I feel like I'm going to sound like a bit of a flog when I listen back to this podcast yeah. after doing that. But um, Maybe the next one you can try to do that announcement thing that they do at uh, 
Stadiums. Yeah, yeah. And now I feel even worse because that was that is what I was trying <laughs> to do then. But uh, yeah, that's a good idea though. I'll try that next time. Um, so Amelia Matheson, formerly of the Lightning, formerly of the uh, the, yeah, the Bandits. Bandits. Yeah. Then before that, they were the Bruins. But uh, Amelia, obviously head coach, East Coast Super League, North Stars, assistant coach, AIHL, North mm-hmm. Stars. Uh, she's going to lead that crew um, very well. We'll and have to uh, get her on the pod one day, mate. I think she's her uh, career is pretty astounding. Yeah. I don't know if she'll come. She's a bit shy. Yeah, she is actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't That's speak up much. That's a joke. Um, mate, she's going to be supported in Division 2 by one of our um, up-and-coming captains that's just done a fantastic job over the last few years, Kelly Stock. Excellent. So Kelly Stock obviously coming from the Bears Club. Yep. And doing a great job there. So that'll be a great fit. Uh, flowing down into Division 3, where we see uh, where we see a favourite of the pod, jo- JBA, Jordan Van Elst. Of course. the Wolves outfit. I actually don't know. Does he go by JVA or have we just made that up? I just made it up. Yeah. It sounds, it's kind of like um, that old like Maple it. Leafs guy. The, uh, oh, JVR. JVR. Yeah. yeah, yeah. JVR, JVA. Maybe that's where we stole it from. Oh, that's my mechanical. Okay. J, yeah, JVA. JVA, yeah. Jordan Van Elst. So um, he's going to be leading his crew. Now, it's going to be a bit of a different look for that crew with the Wolves. Um, you know, going from the, to that the black and white of the galaxy. Mm, but mm. I think... Uh, I think it'll suit them well. And I think they're in a really good, what do you call it, cohort, vertical line here. You know, Amelia Matheson, Div 1, Kelly Stock, Div 2, JBA, Div 3. And I think uh, rounding them out nicely in Div 4 is going to be Ashley Bailey. Oh, Ashley, that's awesome. Excellent. So, Ashley, Former Blackhawk, I believe. Blackhawk yep. captain slash co-captain. They've both had a go at it. You know, they're a team effort. Yep. But... Uh, yeah, Ashley Bailey in Div 4. And then in the juniors, um, Adrian Parrott. Oh, Obviously, yeah. Obviously, yep. way, way too old to play juniors, but he's going to be doing a bit of coaching. Um, you know, he has his son, Cody, that yep. rips up the juniors. So Probably uh, playing Div 2, I imagine. Two, yep. Yeah, on Kelly's uh, team, the Bears, uh, likely. So there's the Galaxy. Um, again, really strong. You mm. know, you've got some great teams in there, some great leadership, like all those individuals. Just uh, just great people, great leaders. Stiff competition so far for the uh, mm. the Northern Star, mate. Like both houses that we've just called out, based off the captains, going to be tough competition. I know, I know. So let's move ahead, mate. Uh, if I just run through the alphabet, Navigators. Uh, yes, you've done well. So the third team, the Navigators. Uh, mate, captaining their Division 1 outfit is none other than Timothy, <laughs> no, I can't do it. It's too much pressure. Tim Stanger, the Timmy one and only. Stang. Mate. So Timmy Stanger. Uh, <laughs> Remember who was the commentator that called him Stanger all the time? Stang- yeah, someone in Melbourne. Is it in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. There you go, Stanger. <laughs> oh, Timmy. Um, and mate, who doesn't love Timmy Stanger? So, oh yeah, most has, personable guy in the rink. Absolutely. So he's, uh, you know, he, him and Mel have kind of tag teamed that Lightning team last year and the Bandits before that. Yep. Um, they've both kind of had a go at it and they're both excellent captains. So Timmy is going to lead up the Navigators in D1. Mm. Uh, and I think very similar to similar. Level. I'd go as far as saying that it's time for him to navigate on his own. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, great one. It took me too long to come up with, though, so not great. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like it. Um, now, 
very similar personalities actually, two mm-hmm. lovable people. But uh, Division Two captain for the Navigators, Tristan Rutherford. Well, wow. obviously a caveman, the founder, the one, you know, he was, he is the caveman. Mm, mm. Um, and his crew uh, will likely be wearing the Navigators gear and uh, working uh, alongside Timmy there. Well, sorry, Div 2, same club. Yep. Uh, and then if we go further down the list there, Division 3, Justin Marshall, obviously got the gold miner himself. Mm. And gold standard of captains, I might say. Yeah, he is, really is. He's one of our absolute captain, captain's captain. He's a guy's guy and he is a navigator's navigator. <laughs> Division 3. Now, now Division 4... Uh, we have a captain here, someone who has kind of burst on the scene late mm. as a captain, mm. um, Layla McKenzie. Excellent. So Layla obviously well plays deserved. goal in Div 4. Yep. Geez, wasn't she most improved? I mean, you know, if we gave her our awards last year, I'd mm. say uh, off the top of my head, she'd be the most improved. So Layla play, playing goal for the Div 4 Navigators, also going to be their captain. And then, uh, man, I'm thinking in juniors, you know, on the cavemen uh, for the last few years, now Greg Ballard has been a player. Yep. And with his son Clay, um, he, Clay's probably of that age where he may be in Division 3. I'm not too sure. But, uh, you know, Greg Ballard's a guy who could help out the juniors. He's a peewee rep coach as well. Mm, so, mm. Um, Great yeah, fit. Mate, that rounds out the Navigators. And again, that's, uh, that, that's a really good club. Real fun people to be around. Yep. I think in every one of those teams, I, I look at that club and I think a lot of fun. And I can see them having a lot of success. Mm. Great jersey too. Yeah, that yeah, that's one of my favourites. Although I flip flop, geez, I tell you what, I go I go through them all depending on the week. Mm. And that brings us, mate, to the the end of the alphabet, or somewhat. Uh, <laughs> the zookeepers, now the S for Sonics, Sonic Boom. Now, mate, this was probably one of the most requested jerseys or teams by players when they were signing up. Yeah, I was surprised to see how many people. Uh, were attracted to the old North Stars style colours. Um, I didn't think a lot of people would have known about the history, but obviously they did because, yeah, I would say over 50% of people that put in their preference did put the Sonics down. Yeah, and, and talking to some people about the jersey, you know, some people reference it back to the Seattle Supersonics in the NBA, some people the Minnesota North Stars. Yep. Um, Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minnesota North Stars. But, uh, yeah, anyway, the Sonics, mate. Division one, uh, it's pretty obvious at this stage. Their captain, Paddy Naden, fresh off his uh, last summer's championship with the Chiefs, your team, your squad, Matty. Yeah, mate, we're going to be trying to defend that thing. Uh, If he picks it. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, Div (laughs) one, Paddy Naden. Now, Div two, uh, right now, we a bit of a co-captainship. Captaincy. Um. Uh, yeah, so these two guys have led different teams, um, but a lot of player crossover amongst those two teams. Yep. So uh, Div 2, the two legends themselves in uh, Tommy Zantano, the stats man, number Tommy 30. Z, yep. Number 30. Number 30. Uh, and NSA's very own coach, uh, Chris Kazari. CK. CK. So Tommy Z and CK, I like it. TZ and CK. They're, uh, they're a bit of a duo, uh, taking the reins on the Div 2 Sonics. The Div 3 Sonics, um, the very successful captain, former or current Sharks captain, Michelle Kulcher. Oh, previous Who Are You guest. 
That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Michelle Kulcher. So you see a lot of those uh, those sharks pulling on Sonics jerseys this year. And then in Division 4, mate, again, probably another favourite of the pod and someone mm. who's just burst onto the scene, Benny Armstrong. Fantastic. Now, I was wondering where his name was going to come up. Now, mate, you are uh, a little insider info here. Ooh. A uh, little word on the street is Benny Armstrong going to be trying his hand at goalie. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So he's just... Big mate, challenge, Benny. He is... I know Layla's made it look easy, but, mate, it's <laughs> not. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, we're going to see how he goes. He's geez, he's whipped himself into shape, and um, he's, his game is coming along great guns. And now he's not giving up on that. He's still going to be playing, um, but also going to try his hand at goalie. So All right. He's the Sonics Div 4 skipper. And then in juniors, mate, we have another one of NSA's own, Sienna Nicholson, doing her thing with the coaching of the kids. Fantastic. Um, and she will likely take a lead role there with the juniors as well. Now, I've mentioned some names of the juniors. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a coaching community down there. It won't just be one coach. There's mm, a lot of assistant mm. coaches and, and other people helping them out. So um, it's not doesn't run like the seniors do as far as their captain leading the way. It's a bit more of a team effort down there. So there will be more names to add to that. We're also uh, we're also lining up uh, presidents for each club. Yeah, are we calling them presidents? Um, we're kind of like just clubhouse presidents. Okay. <laughs> I don't know something. I don't know what we're calling them, but they're going to be people that are essentially captaining the club. Yep. So they're... They're looking out for not just the Div 1 team, but also the Div 2, 3, 4 and Juniors team. They're really going to be trying to guide that club to do things the right way to go about capturing the Northern Star. Mm. Um, and they will be the person that uh, first gets their hand on the Northern Star should their clubhouse team, uh, no, not clubhouse win it. Yep, fantastic. So they're the people, mate. Now, I do want to mention some other sponsors because, um, you know, we've had some... Sp- now, we once we get the jerseys we're going to give this a uh, bit of a proper shout out but mate there's some massive sponsors here that have stepped up and uh helped chip in along with the club for these jerseys amazing it's Let, going to make let's the hear it so good good on them um mate, oh, i think the, the biggest one coffee testing oh so, excellent um, coffee testing obviously seen their name on the peewee jerseys i think peewee jerseys you'll see their rink board on the rink here big supporter of the the North Stars Club, big supporter of the AIHL North Stars, big supporter of uh, a lot of people in the hockey community. I think there's probably more hockey players that work at coffee than uh, engineers or whatever <laughs> other people are working there. So, uh, But, yeah, pretty big unit, uh, and we know that's headed up by uh, Dawn Watt. Uh, JFK also works at coffee, Amelia Matheson. Yep. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a... This goes on. It's coffee testing, but it's really coffee hockey. So they're jumping on They're jumping on all the jerseys, mate, and uh, they've made a big commitment to the club to do that. So Brilliant. thank you, coffee testing. We said with the Astros, we had GJT Electrical, which is Gav Thurston's uh, company jumping on. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> for the Navigators, mate, someone who I'm familiar with, Matthew White Wardrobes. Ah. Me also, actually. You'll see the van in the car, in the car park a lot. And uh, I'm actually booked in, mate. Come November, I'll be having a Matthew White wardrobe in my bedroom, which sounds weird to say out loud. Yeah. My biggest regret, mate, is uh, not getting Matt White wardrobes as quickly as you did because I uh, spoke to him the other day. He's already jammed for the rest of this year. He is can't it, even come and quote me till November, mate. It, he needs to start being a Matthew White and friends wardrobe. He needs I agree. Work, or Drake. Come on, mate. Yeah, come it's on, Drake. Matthew White and Son. Surely he's old enough now to take the reins. Oh, I could see him on a circular saw. Yeah, absolutely. 
No, uh, we appreciate Matty. I'm looking forward to uh, getting him out to the place to quote me up the job and get that started. So hopefully in the not too distant future. Some good inside info, people. If you need some Matty White wardrobes, hit him up ASAP if you want them uh, anytime in the near future. So uh, moving on to the Galaxy. I've done this out of alphabetical order, but I'm just working off my page. That's fine, mate. Uh, now, I actually think I've got this around the wrong round, wrong way, but it's too late to check, so it could <laughs> be either. And uh, we'll give them the proper shout-out when the jerseys come in. But st- I believe it's Strength, Mobility, Recovery, SMR. Yep. However, part of me thinks it could be SRM, Strength, okay. Recovery, Mobility. I think Strength, Mobility, Recovery sounds better, and I'm trusting that I've written it down the right way. Okay. But anyway, what it is, it's um uh it's all well, exactly what it says, mate. It's working out, it's uh getting mobile, getting recovered. I would imagine any athlete, um, there are three massive core values for anyone. Strength, mobility and recovery. Maddie, mobility, that's what you need. Yeah, mate. Um, <laughs> like, I'll you know, struggle with that. I think many people know. I've never been able to touch the toes and Hamstrings you know, are toit. Yeah, if I sneeze too hard, I could break anything. <laughs> uh, there you go. So there with there with the galaxy, and then the Sonics, mate. Uh, uh, I hope I've written this one correct as well, but it's Mal Glanville um, blinds and shutters. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, so they do all the shutters. Um, you know, we've actually ordered some ourselves, and if I hadn't known about Mal Glanville, I probably would have gone through them, but. Um, so they're going to be on the Sonics jersey. Anyway, they're going to, all the jerseys are going to be looking fantastic. And I will say, if you, I think there's a bit more space. Uh, you may have missed the boat, but if you want to get your company on one of the jerseys, hit up the Newcastle North Stars Ice Hockey Club. Yep. Um, Suze Garris, president, Brendan Banks on there as well. Get in touch with them and uh, you may just be able to sneak in before that uh, door closes on sponsorship. Uh, but, mate, I think that is it for this week's wrap on the NIHL. Anything to add? No, mate, just super exciting. Um, looking forward to getting the rosters started over the next week. Also diving a little bit more into the, the presidency and who's going to um, take over the house, what do we call them? Clubhouses? Clubhouses. Um, and, yeah, we'll get it going. Obviously, the league's starting up very soon here, so we got to make sure we are ready to go. Absolutely. All right, let's now jump into our first segment, Davey, with Pride Tape Sightings. Now, we were fortunate, mate, to have our learn-to-play return on Monday night, and we had some great commitment, actually. We weren't expecting many numbers just because the rink had just opened up and obviously everyone, you know, getting used to being back out in the community, all those sort of things, but we had a great turnout, and we did spot someone with some Pride Tape. Absolutely, mate. We had uh, Layla McKenzie come in to, uh, you know, sharpen the tools a little bit as far as goaltending goes. So we saw on her goalie stick a bunch of pride tape. So shout out to Layla McKenzie. Um, and, mate, yeah, I will say it was great to be back at the rink. It was great to have the learn to play up and running again. Mm. It uh, And I'll tell you what, it was just we have some great – we have a great community out there. But people coming in, Doing the right thing, signing in, showing their their vax proof with the the people at the front. Yep, wearing their mask until they're on the ice. Um, it was just really good to see, and it ran uh, really really well. So we hope that and up good numbers too mm. out there. So mm. we hope that uh, those continue for the rest of the term, and we can now the job is on is the ball's in our court to turn these 
people into hockey players ASAP. Absolutely. And we just want to continue to grow that Division 4 competition over the summer season. Now let's jump into uh, this week's Who Are You, Mate? and find out who the mystery player was from last week. It was very vague and we even had some feedback from the McCormacks that I'll get into in a second in this week's. All right, Davey, pass it to you, mate. Who was the mystery player? Yeah, mate. Uh, it was a bit vague, but if you know the player, it, uh, it was blaringly obvious. And that is Newcastle North star Mackenzie Gallagher. Excellent. That was my pick after the pod last week, Davey. But the McCormacks came in with an email just this morning. We spoke to them on Monday night. They said, look, we've got five people that we're trying to narrow down. We're going to go on a few more walks over the next couple of days and then submit our guests. Now, they did preface it saying that they think we stumped them this week. So we've got one up on... I oh know, feel, feels good, mate. Feels good. But their guess was Bryn Ultram, actually, who, you know, I thought was actually quite fair. I don't know if I have seen him in an LA jersey or not, but it kind of rings a bell. Mm. I don't think I have either. Mm. Um yeah. Anyway, that was their guess. I thought it was pretty close, but no cigar this week, McCormack's. But we did get two winners dial in, mate. So we want to congratulate Sienna Nicholson and the mystery player himself, Mackenzie Gallagher. Would you look at that? Well done on those, to those guys. And uh, yeah, look, we had to kind of reach a little far, you know, off the board to get another win for us, Maddie. But, you know, Comes this late in the year, you got to do whatever it takes, and uh, we'll That's take right. that win and uh, hope we can turn that win into a winning streak. Absolutely. And speaking of, Davey, I'll let you jump right now into this week's. All right, mate. Now I'm, I'm winging it again uh, because, like I was saying off the top, mate, we're busy with every name coming through. Mm. There's lots to do, and we love doing it, but uh, this one. Uh, I'm winging it again. So, but this player now, every I would say, bar some of our Div Four players. Okay, so full disclosure, it ain't a Div Four player. <laughs> bar some of our Div Four players, every single person in our league would know or know of this player. Okay. Okay. They've been they've almost been a part of the furniture around here for years. Mm-hmm. Now, very unique style on the ice. Unique skating style. Very aggressive. In fact, when this player was playing in the East Coast Super League, multiple broken noses that one doctor referred to their nose as a hamburger. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It looks good now. I'm not saying that. They've got a good nose now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, boom, a lot of broken noses. Um, and this player would have one of the most lethal slap shots in the competition. Mm, not, not controlled. Yeah. Not necessarily for accuracy. But when this player winds up, my, everyone, myself included, often the corner sometimes is not far enough away. <laughs> you don't know where it's going, but you know it's going to be high and hard. Yep. Mate, I think that's enough for this week's. Got a, I do have a couple of bonus clues, though. Okay, go for it. Um, can can 
prefers one position but can play multiple. So we could also say this player can put out fires on the ice, you know, mm-hmm. here and there. And uh, I would also say that this player, um, how do I say this? Uh, this player likes to buy in bulk. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Oh, no, that's, that's it. Good. That's it, mate. All right. Excellent. Let's move on. Uh, this is actually going to, this week's a bit shorter, mate. So uh, no NI cold call for us uh, this week, just due to some timing constraints. But we are going to move on to now our last segment of episode 32 with Dave's question corner. Davey, just three things from me today to wrap up uh, episode 32. So first off, just wanted to get to a question that came through on the line from one of our favourites, mate, Will McGann. Didn't forget his name this week. Um, who wrote to us just about Stampede. You mentioned Stampede last week on the pod. He's obviously looked up the website and just had a question um, around the over-18 rule, essentially. Mm. So, you know, he said, what happens if you're under 18 but you're too old for juniors such as players that are currently in Division 3 and some some under-18s that are in Division 2, where do they fit into the stampede? Mm, great question. Um, and unfortunately, I don't think I have an answer that Will would be happy with. Mm. Um, the best thing you can do if you're in that limbo area is... Get to 18. Is get to 18. <laughs> but while you're waiting is to come down and be part of the stampede, just not... On the ice. Yep. Now, and I'll talk about that in a second because this year, mate, I think it's going to be a part, or sorry, next year, it's going to be a party in here. Now, it's a good question though because a bit, bit, bit of history on the Stampede. So and now, remember, it's Stampede. It is a rodeo. It is a Western rodeo and um, things are done a little bit differently. And it's, uh, so it started, you know, we, we gave away cash. Mm. Very, for, uh, not the very first one we did. That was for nothing. But uh, we didn't give anything away. But the next uh, time, part of it is we were giving away cash. And there were other times, we didn't last year, but where we've run a bar at the rink as well. Um, Had the Sydney Sirens using their um, license to run that and a bit of a fundraiser for them as well. Uh, And it's not a sanctioned competition. So the insurance we get and things like that uh, just all suited for an adults-only event yep. as far as the ice goes and we've kind of co- always kept in that theme of, of things so it always will be an adults only event um, at least when we talk about the, the top division there we do again we love we want to grow it where there's hockey for everyone of every age but the the kind of core of uh, the the true stampede will be an over 18 event so again i know that's not an answer will is happy with yep um, we hope to get there one day but mate i this year we're really hitting up a lot of hockey retailers to have almost like a little kind of indoor market set up in here where you can pick up gear, apparel. There's a lot of cool apparel out there these days with cheapskate hockey, amateur hour hockey, um, Bauer. You know, Bauer, they might, they've teamed up with Lululemon. Yeah, and They're doing some right. off-ice stuff, so we hope skaters can get some of that down there. But we really want to have a lot of those stalls set up around the rink with uh, cool products that um, – Players can look through and purchase. The Stampede Apparel is going to be big this year too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's talks of getting, uh, you know, Taco, the mechanical bull out here for bull rides. 
All right, mate, let's stop you there before you get too okay, ahead of yourself okay. and we don't deliver on all these things <laughs> we're promising. Okay. We will do our best. Um, but that's excellent. Hopefully that answers the question for Will. And, and mate, again, the best uh, answer is just to get to 18. So close your eyes because I tell you, coming from a bunch of codgers in their 30s already, it goes fast. But isn't it funny as a kid, you're just hoping to get there and then you get to our age and it's like just slow down. Yeah, it's going Eyes way too quickly. Hoping. Yep. I'm going to be in my 40s before I know it. I wish I was too young for Stampede. Yep, absolutely. All right, next one, mate, is a hockey-related question. And it is about defensive pairing chemistry. So I want to dive into, uh, I mean, you've got a quite a long uh, coaching resume. Um, so I'm sure you've dealt with this a little bit over your career, but um, and obviously you've played D um, for most of it. So how important is defensive chemistry? And when you're looking at making D pairings, um, how much thought goes into, you know, pairing up an offensive defenseman with a defensive defenseman? Um, have you ever uh, organised two defensive defensemen to play together, two offensive defensemen to play together? What's your um, favourite mix, I suppose? And how important is the chemistry? So, a great question and super important. First of all, um, one of my biggest pet peeves in hockey uh, as a player and a coach is the, the old... Um, getting two guys together to balance each other out. I hate putting your most offensive defenseman with your most defensive defenseman. Yep. Because to me, you only you don't get you the best of either world. Yep. So I would rather put two stay-at-home guys together that have good chemistry and two offensive guys together that have good chemistry. But on top of all that, to me, it just is about chemistry. More than any other position on the ice, you, the chemistry between your two defensemen, I find, is critical more so than a winger and a center or yep. you know two wingers that can find each other um, and I would I would even probably say that ahead of two forwards that have good chemistry a D and a forward having good chemistry is critical as well that they can find each other but as far as defensemen go you know Maddie um, we've both played with a ton of different defensemen over the years uh, and and it's weird that it's not necessarily someone's style of play but it's just it's just them that you have good chemistry with. And I find that, uh, you know, sometimes one D-man might be very erratic and very inconsistent with where they cover the ice in the D-zone. Yep. And they're just super, super hard to play with. Yet uh, if someone is very consistent, that you always know they're going to be in their corner or they're, they're going to be in front of the net or they play very passive, they're a lot easier to play off. Um you know, D to D, for example, if I know my D partner always wants it on their forehand, well, then I can pass to him without even looking. But if I'm playing with a partner that sometimes wants it on the forehand, sometimes wants it on the backhand, mm. now I've got to double check. Now the timing's off. It can just be a mess. So yep. I think, you know, the, the best thing to get the most out of your D pairings is one, communicate. And I don't mean on the ice. Uh, I do mean that, but I think more so off the ice just to hey you know where do you want me there like i'm always going to be open just slide it across to me or slide it back you can give me a no look if you put it into this area mm. things like that but i think uh you know if you're a player going into this summer season for example um looking to get chemistry with uh one of your defensive partners talk it out and uh if you find someone that you do have good chemistry with you know try to try to be a pairing um you know if you have 5d maybe there's one pairing and then the other three rotate through or it changes each period. But try to find someone that you have good chemistry with. Um, and, yeah, go from there. I like it, mate. Um, 
<clears throat> that was really good insight, actually. It was interesting to hear that you would uh, not necessarily cancel the two out by having one defensive, one offensive. Um, last thing from me, mate, is just a quick gear review. I wanted to get your advice around skate laces. So, you know, there's not a lot of variety, but there's certainly different colors that we've seen throughout the years. But the biggest thing is waxed versus non-waxed. So I want to get your opinion around that first. And then what's the ideal length for a skate lace? Yeah, great question, mate. Again, uh, they've all been great. That's my stock response. But uh, yeah, laces. So look, growing up, wax laces, they, there wasn't many. If you, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, if you went to get laces... Nine out of ten, 10 times, the only your only option was to get non-wax laces. I'm pretty sure all skates, even today, come with non-wax laces as the standard ones in the box. Um, and what that means, so what all wax laces do is when you pull them, they the wax kind of sticks to the other laces in the boot. Mm. So when you pull it tight, it stays tight when you let go more so than non-wax laces, which loosen up a bit. They're a lot harder to get tight. Most people like wax laces. I can tell you growing up, I grew up not on wax laces, on unwaxed laces. Mm-hmm. And when I went to wax laces, it felt like a new pair of skates. It was just heaps and heaps tighter. So I've always been a fan of waxed laces. I only know a couple of people that still seek the non-wax laces. Yep. Um but they are out there and they are an option. So wax laces I think is a way to go, particularly if you're a newer player and trying to get that skate tight or a kid, you know, doing up your own skates for the first kind of year, a lot easier to get that skate tight if it's waxed laces. Now, size of laces. Obviously, it's personal preference. Some people don't like a lot of overhang. Some people like the big bunny ears flopping around out there. <laughs> um, personal preference. But, you know, I wear a size 9 skate and I can wear anything from well, I currently wear a, I think it's a ninety six inch yep. lace. I have also worn a one hundred eight, which is the next size up from ninety six inch, and um, that fits well too. Just kind of bigger bunny ears flop flopping around out there. So uh, I prefer the ninety six, but the one hundred eight works as well. One twenty is a super long lace. I can't imagine anyone needing a one twenty unless you I don't like think it they really fit long. Fit anyone. Yeah, the massive, massive lace. Uh, so a 96 would pretty much, as I said, with a size 9, it fits. I think even if you had a small foot, you wouldn't have huge, huge overhang with a 96-inch. Mm. I think from there, the next one down is like a 78 or something like that. So Yep. Um, probably too small. It's probably more junior. Yeah. Now, for me, I just like white laces. Uh, it's funny. Referees, like proper referee uniform is a white lace but with no marking so player laces they're white but they have those black or blue yep. little specks throughout it referee laces are flat white with no markings throughout them interesting yeah now some people wear black laces personally i hate it mm. um, but some people wear that and then yellow laces the ovechkin the ovechkin now how where it stemmed from at least in my world was yet the first when waxed laces first kind of came on the scene, they were all, they were just yellow. Yep. You can only get them in yellow. And now you can get them in all colours and stuff. So it's a weird colour, the yellow laces, but uh, somewhat popular. Actually had a uh, equipment manager with a team I used to work for 
uh, threatened to quit because a player wanted to wear yellow laces and he didn't allow it. And wow. there was a bit of a clash. It was, yeah, it was heated. But uh, yeah. Even managers can be passionate. They can be passionate. So um, yeah, now you see all sorts of colours, pink laces and, and things Blue like that. green, yep. Yeah, so, but I'm a fan of just, I think hockey skates should have white laces in them uh, unless you're, uh, you know, mate, pride tape laces. I wonder if they're yeah. going to be a thing. Maybe, maybe we should uh, be the pioneers there, mate. Yeah. I wonder if they've thought of it. Yeah, we could I'd, get I'd, sued, though. I don't know. I'd rock that. Um, yeah, mate. There you have it. Excellent. All right. Thank you for that. Um, I think that's going to be it, mate. That's all I had. So, uh, actually, I should just quickly dive in here. Obviously, I am going to be away uh, kind of any time now, really. Mm, yes. um, so there is potential that there may be a week or so uh, missing. Of the podcast. I know people aren't going to like to hear that. Well, I think there should be a podcast. I think it could be me solo. Oh, okay. Or do we not want to risk losing listeners, mate? Well, this is just on the fly, mate. We, we didn't discuss this, but... No. Um, oh, I'll be a bit upset if you uh, you hit the highest numbers of listens, though. Gee, or maybe I need a, a guest host. Yeah, that could, that could or work. Or guest co-host or whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Anyway, well, look, we'll keep brainstorming. Watch, but watch this space. Yeah, um, just so everyone knows, I will I will certainly be missing just for a week, maybe two. Um, but there you have it. Davey might uh, figure something out in the meantime. Yeah, and mate, fill in the blanks of people. I think it's it's common knowledge that uh, you are going to be a dad. Yeah, so, no, that's right. So, uh, yeah, we wish you all the best and hopefully... Oh, thank you, mate. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't fall uh, during a podcast. Can you imagine that? Well, yeah, exactly. I'm... I'm getting close to that stage where I can't have the phone on silent anymore. So, yeah, um, yeah, getting closer and, uh, yeah, exciting stuff ahead. Very good. All right, mate. Uh, Anything else you want to add for episode 32? Uh, Look, I will just add, mate, we are filling up at the seams here for the league, but we're going to try to accommodate everyone. So if you haven't signed up yet or you know someone that hasn't, this is the last ditch call. Get your sign up in. It's only 50 bucks right now. Get your foot in the door. And we will do our best to find a spot for you. There is going to be a lot of moves up from Division 2 to Division 1, 3 to 4, 4 to 3, all that. Yep. So we'll try and make room for everyone. But uh, I tell you because once we set the teams and everything's in motion and then someone signs up, uh, there's, there's maybe a very high chance that we just won't be able to play this year and that would suck. So get them in. All right, excellent. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And we will see you next week.